0: Welcome to Sister Hack. Do you crave candid conversation? And are you curious about how others deal with the details of work, home, family, and everything in between? Well, sisters Hannah and Rachel have conversations about the unspoken dynamics that drive our everyday lives. And we have more in common than you think. So when you listen to Sister Hack, you too can share hacks and laughs that help make this convoluted life a little funnier and a little more clear. So now introducing Hannah and Rachel.
1: What's up, everybody? This is Chach. And Hannah. Welcome to Sister Hack. Here we are, season two, feeling good, feeling new. Feeling breezy, second season. Feeling tired, TBH. (laughs) (laughs) Hannah made me sit up for this. I was going to lay down. I said, let's get a little professional. Um, But... Speaking of feeling good and how we feel, today's episode is all about mental health. This is a hot topic, and we're so excited to discuss it with our professional sister-in-law, Kiki Hachiaferi. But before we do that, we'd like to chat a little bit about our own mental health. It's sometimes (laughs) good, sometimes bad. What we do best, talk about ourselves. And we know you all love to hear about us. Just kidding. Um, but we like to talk about ourselves, so we're going to do it. So, Chach, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. When it comes to keeping your sanity, keeping your mental health, what do you do for you? What do you know about yourself that works for you? Mm-hmm. This is something I've had that has changed mm-hmm. throughout probably my ad- post-college adulthood. Um, Ages 22 to current hmm gotcha. 22 to 28 I need alone time mm. at, and um you know that's hard for me to admit <laughs> 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 Sorry about that. um but yeah I need alone time and so that didn't used to be the case but now you know if we're all at mom and dad's house I need to just remove myself retreat retreat or if I'm at home, um, alone time, I can still be alone and with Kyle cause we can kind of just like right. turn it off and recharge. But anyone else, um, if- even me, mm-hmm, no fun. No, just kidding. None no. taken. It's fine. Yeah. So that's, that's one thing. And, um, what was the question? How do what I do? Take you do for, mental just health? Just what do you do for you for um, mental health? I really have been getting into essential oils lately, too. Those mm. are definite, like, mood boost, support. Love diffusing essential oils and making rollers. Um, What's a roller? A roller ball. You can put oils in, like, a roller ball and then apply them to the... Um, behind your ears or on your wrists, which is nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do you have a particular specific that you love? Lavender. Lavender on the ear or what? <laughs> <laughs> I love lavender and everything. I would I would put lavender oil into all my food if I could, but that would be weird. That's mm. where I draw the line. Yeah. What about you? What do you do for your mental health? For my mental health, I too, I think I lead a pretty hectic, chaotic life. And my retreat is, exercising alone. Um, this also has changed for me since kids. Zach and I, we still like to run together and like to run with our kids, but I find that I don't get quite the recharge as I do when I'm just by myself. And being the multitasker that I am, um, I like to give myself like a little thing to think about. Um, it might be work-related, and I just haven't had the time in my work life to really Think about it and how I'm going to execute something or it might be personal life related, spiritual, um, give just something a little bit more focused during that exercise time. And it calms me to know that I'm going to have the time to figure out some of those complicated things. But that being said, I also think that like I've been getting into yoga lately and there's something about just being present Mm. and not worrying about what's coming up or what's in the past as well. Mm. That's one of the kind of the staples. That's what you do while you're doing yoga. Just be in the total present and try to clear your mind of what's the day is going mm. to hold. Sometimes yoga does have you set your intentions for the day. And I really like that because my intentions, I try to keep broad like being patient with my children or like that my mm. intention. And then I do kind of come back to that. It sticks in the back of my mind. Like, Remember, you're trying to be patient today. Mm. Um, So those things are great. Uh, I have a lot of of things that I do for mental health, but I think I'm going to get into them a little bit with our expert, Kiki, today. So my question for you is, without going too deep into analyzing, um, what do you need more of? Oh, I think as far as mental health, I what do I need more of? I mean I definitely need to exercise more. I think that would be beneficial mm-hmm. to my mental health. I don't need to sleep more because <laughs> that's something I'm pretty good at. Um I think what I what I would appreciate more of is more conversations about it. Um and I do think too that has changed a lot in the last year or so, that it's not such a taboo topic that people are more willing to um, discuss mental health or be open about mental health, and that's something that I really appreciate. Yeah, I think um, you're on the right track when you're—it's funny when you're talking about— um you know, the conversations, because it seems like it, I just keep hearing about it more and more, but I'm also more interested in it than I've ever been. And maybe that's just because I follow trends, but, um, I am almost opposite of you. Um, in the exercise realm, I think that there's something to be said about when your life is so go, go, go. And then your exercises go, go, go. It's not necessarily the best for you. So I try to make, make it more relaxing, but sometimes I'm like at a high stress while I'm exercising. So I think I need not necessarily less exercise, but a different viewpoint and then definitely more sleep. Three young kids, um, it's difficult to do. So, um, I need to focus on or figure out how I can do that. I think it's going to bed earlier, but I'm not entirely sure if it's Cause possible. that's your you time, your me time. Exactly. So that's also a, a mental health aspect. <laughs> um, so do you have a role model for someone who has strong mental health in your opinion? Mm. IYO. I'm really into the acronym. You sure. uh, for me, I don't think it's. I don't think it's a role other than Kiki who we're interviewing. Of course. I think she's going to be a strong example of that. I don't think it's a person, but like you said, I think that um, it's of movement and. So my role model, this is kind of a cop out, but just is like the time that we're in right now and figuring out other other what other people are doing, like as Mm -hmm. a general population and then applying it to myself, seeing if it works for me. Mm -hmm. I definitely agree with that and role models to me too to go along with that are people who are willing to be open and vulnerable about just their experiences and what they've been through and then also too or are currently going through but then also too it just kind of gives you permission to take care of yourself mentally as you need to and I think that that's always inspiring so that's definitely a role model to me. Do you want to introduce our guest? 100%. We have our sister-in-law here today, and a little bit on her background, she is an undergrad from UW-Madison right here in Wisconsin, as we have many listeners from Wisconsin, Um, so UW-Madison background in psychology, um, and then got her master's and PhD from Arizona State University in psychology, and now is completing her post degree at the VA in Minneapolis. She wants us to let you know that, and we'll tell, say she's a very qualified person, but if you have your own questions about mental health, you should talk to your doctor, your psychologist, um, and everything that we say in this interview. Um you know take as maybe just some advice but not as some like doctoral advice mm-hmm. totally with no further ado here's kiki hello everyone we are here with our sister-in-law kiki yes we're so excited to be able to record with our sister-in-law because We're together, which doesn't happen very often, and also we always have meaningful conversations, so the opportunity to be able to do it um, here together and outside is really awesome. Welcome, Kiki. (laughs) Kiki, want to say hi and how long we've known each other?
0: Sure. Hi, everybody. I'm really excited to be here. I love this podcast. It's really (laughs) inspiring to me. Um, how long we've known each other is probably, like, ten-ish years. Yeah, eight to ten years, um, somewhere around that. What was your first impression of me and Hannah? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, instant love, for sure. <laughs> um, Rach is just very, like, cool and confident and, like, loves to make everybody laugh Aww. and be calm. Hannah is just lots of energy, very accomplished, gets things done. Coordinated very coordinated um yeah
1: Love i to. promise we weren't fishing for compliments no, not that all? That was really nice. <laughs> kiki's a great complimenter she is yes um today we're going to be talking to kiki about um some mental health stuff as you heard from her introduction um she's got a lot of cred and this is a hot topic right now in society in general something that we like to talk about amongst ourselves a lot and um we think that you all will really enjoy what she has to say so with no further ado we're gonna jump right into the heck yes yes, heck no No. (laughs) heck yes Okay, Kiki, hack yes or hack no, a consistent routine? Ooh, I would say
0: hack yes. Um, I'm a big proponent of routine. I think like most things, a flexible approach to that routine is probably good. Um, But I like routine because it helps you to kind of prioritize what are the things that are most important for you Mm -hmm. um, and then how can you try to incorporate that into your day or your week or however you want your routine to look. So maybe it's not you do the same thing every single day, but maybe you know that it's really important to have certain things so you know that you need it at least once a week or once a Mm -hmm. month. So being flexible in how often and the frequency, but really being mindful about what you
1: need for yourself for your
0: physical emotional and mental kind of well-being
1: Hmm. hack yes or hack no friendship once a week so finding time with friends once a week yeah well I would
0: definitely say hack yes um even more um if possible I think a little bit daily is wonderful even if it's just over the phone or through Mm -hmm. kind of a messaging kind of System, however you use mm-hmm. that, um, but I think it really helps to just be fulfill you and connect in a way that uh, some of your other relationships, whether they're professional or romantic or otherwise, can't really fulfill.
1: Mm-hmm. So, do you have some like messaging system that you would do with your friends, or do you have a text thread, or how does that? Yeah,
0: work? mine is mainly text thread. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> but
0: even I mean, the reason why I said messaging system is because even at work with some of my. You know, colleagues that are more closer to friends, yeah. will text through kind of our you know business messaging system, mm-hmm. like yeah. through the computers and things like that. And so it's not always professional, but being able to kind of get that throughout mm-hmm. the day um, helps to kind of lighten things and make sure that you're really into keyed into what you want to be keyed into. So yes, I think consistent uh, time for friends is really helpful. Um, Something to be said about face to face. I I think so. I think that's really good. Anytime you can try to um, connect in person, try to make happy hours after work. Um, I, I prefer person in person actually more and I'm not as good with kind of the phone call because I end up phone calls go a lot longer for me. And so Mm -hmm. then I'm like, Oh, I don't really have time for that. Mm -hmm. Um, but even just if you can't make it face to face, um, trying to do shorter phone calls, Mm -hmm. um, I think
1: is really great. Hack yes or hack no essential oils. (laughs) Ooh. <laughs> I mean, okay, so we got, I got two uh,
0: schools of thought here. So, hack, yes, in terms of, like, my personal, just, like, general well-being. Sure. Um, hack, I don't know where is the evidence in terms of kind of my scientist side of me. Um, but I think aromatherapy has a lot of really great benefits. Um, so, from an aromatherapy standpoint, absolutely. I think it can really help calm and... Mm-hmm. Um, just even kind of, like, lift your mood Mm -hmm. in any type of sense Um, in terms of kind of the efficaciousness of what all of the other things that it can do. I don't know about that. I'd really encourage everybody to read the science behind that. Um, But I think it's a great supplement to other types of things that you're doing. Which ones
1: do you do personally, or what's your favorite? So I
0: do have this, like, immunity blend. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's in it, um, but I have this immunity blend that I use a lot, both kind of through a diffuser and then, like, Mm -hmm. as a spray that I just kind of, like, spritz on my face and my Mm -hmm. hands and then like take a deep inhale Mm -hmm. um I like mint for like an energizing Mm -hmm. scent um and I really like uh like the sweet orange for kind of like a clean just calm feeling Mm -hmm. right now so yeah oh wow I just want to get some yeah right now get
1: some orange a hack yes or hack no going outside every day
0: I would say hack yes. I think that's a great thing to strive for. Going outside helps um, you kind of feel more connected in nature, gives you a bigger perspective on the world, um, can help you kind of get out of your headspace and into whatever um, way that you kind of connect more holistically. um, I also think it's great to kind of get a sweat in at any type of sense, mm-hmm. even if it's just sitting around on a patio on a nice humid day like today. I think it's really great to kind of for your cardiovascular system and your mental health to really kind of just be connected in nature, hear the birds, feel the sun, um and then also kind of physiologically to be able to kind of get your blood and heart pumping.
1: This should maybe go into our hacks um, section, but what if you live in like a poor climate? where, you know, in Austin, it's really hot right Mm -hmm. now, or in Minneapolis, it's so cold. Is there anything that you can do to kind of simulate that same, you know, therapeutic effect without actually going outside?
0: Um, So for places where you don't actually have light, oftentimes, Mm -hmm. um, there is light box therapy that is really helpful um, and can really, and the evidence is is strongly there, um, to be able to support that if that's something that you need. But I also think trying to think about the time of day is really good. So if it works with your schedule um, for heat, um, try to go earlier in the day um, or try to just think about different aspects of your environment that you're craving or wanting or feel like you need and how can you incorporate that a little bit more into your daily routine. Um, So maybe, you spend a little bit more time looking outside the window or um, trying to have greenery around you in your office or your home, like indoor plants. Um, oh, so and that's
1: you're big on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like toes in the sand, so maybe I should move to the beach. Yeah. Or you could put a sandbox under your desk. Yeah. Oh, I like. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that's really great. All right, two more here. Hack yes or hack no. Specified phone away time. I would say half yes.
0: Um, I think w- phones are great and we can be really, really connected and we learn a lot and we're really involved and there's a lot of good social benefit, um, but I also think there's a huge benefit to being able to disconnect mm-hmm. and just be able to be more in tune with your own personal kind of needs and wants and it helps mm-hmm. you to be able to be your own advocate and increase your awareness of really what are the things that fulfill you that deplete you that um, you really need to make sure that you want to get in each day rather than you're just kind of doing it on autopilot because of your routine or whatever you've become accustomed to Um, I don't personally have any like um, scheduled away from phone um, times Although I am just not very good about having my phone near me. So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I often, (laughs) the reason why I got an Apple Watch is so that I would know when my phone is ringing and the alerts that I get and things like that because I don't often have my phone. But if you're the type of person who often is by your phone, you know, I think that's Mm -hmm. a really good idea.
1: Um, Yeah. I've heard of putting your phone to bed. So, like putting your phone to bed in the evening and then. Do you do like a lullaby? Getting an alarm (laughs) clock. Put on some essential oil. (laughs) I don't do it. I should probably do it. But. Okay, hack yes or hack no, breathing exercises.
0: This is definite hack yes. This is something in my practice that I think I consistently every day have to do with at least one patient that I'm working mm-hmm. with. Um, so... Your breath is really really helpful and important in um, regulating your autonomic nervous system Um, so i kind of say it's the one thing you can always count on no matter what type of situation you're in no matter what you're facing your breath is always going to be with you from Mm -hmm. the moment you're born to the moment you die Um, so being able to not only connect with that is very empowering and helps Mm -hmm. people to kind of really feel this sense that there's something they can do in any situation um but then physiologically really helps to um activate that parasympathetic nervous system which helps to kind of um create a sense of calm in our body um so a really really important practice um do you have
1: one that you can share with our sister hack audience yeah
0: so if you um so what you want to do is you want to take a deep breath um deep from your belly or your diaphragm (sighs) yep feel it already Often we breathe really kind of from our chest um, on a day-to-day moment-to-moment basis. Um, that's pretty shallow breathing. So mm-hmm. what we want to do is um, when you breathe in, take that breath and really push it all the way down to your stomach. So you can imagine your stomach is a balloon and that on that inhale, you're inflating that balloon. So you're really sticking your stomach out as far as possible. And then you're going to hold and then breathe out. And you're deflating that balloon. So your stomach is going all the way in. And you mm-hmm. want to... Pull that exhale as long as you can to try to really um, bring
1: all of the oxygen out of your lungs. Wow, thank you, Kiki. We actually have a live audience here on the porch. Um, we have my other sister-in-law, Steffi, and my mom. And the faces of concentration during that breathing exercise or <laughs> something we should take a picture of. <laughs> all right, Kiki, let's dive into some conversation. Tell us exactly about your area of expertise and whether or not you've always had this interest or has it developed over time? Yeah. Um, so,
0: I, um, my area of expertise is kind of in the health psychology and rehab psychology realm. Um, so, specifically, kind of, um, I started generally and kind of thinking psychology was always something that I was interested in and wanted to do. Um, didn't really know what mm-hmm. within psychology was of interest. And then, kind of, through different. Um, experiences of practicums and um, things that I had to do to get my degree, I really found kind of the thing that I find more most passionate about is not only working with patients who have kind of chronic and terminal and um, traumatic injuries and health conditions, uh, but then also working with the healthcare team. So being able to work really collaboratively um, with the whole team to really holistically understand and see this patient and be able to work with them and help them through whatever it is that they're adjusting to or living with, depending on what their um, health disease is.
1: Yeah, I think because psychology is so broad, you know, you hear of a lot of people who have that major in college mm-hmm. or going to graduate school for it. It's so interesting how psychologists can specialize and look so differently than mm-hmm. the next psychologist. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely.
0: It's very diverse field because there is so much um, kind of brain and behavior and emotions is kind of present in all different types of things, and mm-hmm. so thinking about the ways that they um, kind of manifest in the specializations is really, really large, but,
1: yeah. And you were in school for how long? You know, quite
0: some time, <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, for my grad program, I was in school for, I think, sev- at least seven years, um, wow. so, master's and PhD. yeah, That's for a bad. master's and PhD, so,
1: yeah. So, you were kind of hinting at it, but something that overlaps with psychology seems to be, um, socialization and the way you communicate Mm -hmm. how you're married to our brother. Mm -hmm. So how does your line of work play a role in your communication with him or other relationships in your life?
0: That's a really great question. So Mm -hmm. often, um, you know, with my mom or my husband doesn't do it quite as much, but some people are like, you know, just, Take your therapist's, like, <laughs> voice and hat off. I just need you to kind of um, just be a real person. And I don't think that I do that I too much. I don't think you I think do, I do either. Thank you. I don't think I do that too much either. Um, I do think one thing that kind of I do, regardless of which role I'm in, whether it's friend, wife, um or psychologist is like listen like I feel like I listen a lot and I'd rather listen than contribute and I like to really understand and hear people um and so however I do think unfortunately probably gets the shorter end of the stick because I listen all day long I maybe don't do it quite as much as I should with him um and so sometimes you know that can be kind of tricky. Um, but I try to kind of listen and hear, um, things rather than kind of react first.
1: Yeah. And you're dealing with this all day long and you talked about like the chronic pain and it's not necessarily, I'm sure you have a lot of positive experiences, but the most positive, um, you know, people to be around. Mm -hmm. And so does that take a toll on you and your own, we're talking about mental health here, um, after work or before work, how do you kind of stay positive and those kinds of a thing.
0: Yeah. Um so really focusing on my own self care has been a huge kind of practice of me kind of becoming a psychologist and learning and training and doing all of that because you're right it does take a toll on me as a person and so I really use a lot of consultation while I'm at work so I talk with a lot of other psychologists or members of the care team like physicians or physical therapists or speech and language pathologists or things like that about the patient so that we can kind of I get a lot of my questions and concerns and thoughts about how to best care for this person out with them so that I'm not kind of taking them home each day and kind of keeping that in my head. Um, So I really, really use the team. That's kind of a lot what drew me to health psychology is being able to really do that on a really, really consistent basis. Um, Also having really good friends in the field is helpful to be able to um, kind of remind me to be mindful of my self-care and things like that. Um, Having a really supportive husband who, picks up a lot of the slack and is able to really be kind and helpful in some of those th- encounters and stuff like that is immensely helpful. I've had many people comment kind of throughout grad school and uh, the beginning of my training of how um, lucky I am to kind of have Pete to be be so supportive throughout all of this. Um, so yeah, having a really good network, but also being really mindful about how to use your network, I think, in the most effective way to make it so that you can be the best psychologist and then also the best wife, sister, friend, in addition, and that they're not always kind of bleeding into each other.
1: Now, you didn't mention this, but when I think of you and my brother Pete, I think you guys as big dog people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's (laughs) true. Does that help with your stress relief, having animals or dogs?
0: Yeah. So we have two dogs, Binx and Louie. They definitely help a lot. They're big snugglers. Um, so snuggling with them each day, um, is a huge, um, relief for me and sense of calm. Um, having them have kind of a routine also is helpful for us in in keeping that, um, self-care and things like that. So absolutely. Awesome.
1: Our next section segment is hack for that. There's a hack for that. There's There's a hack for that. that. Wait, really quickly, I want to just backtrack real quick on Kiki's great listening. I couldn't quite get it in there. (laughs) Well, we're sitting on the patio, and there was a parasailer that looked like it was about to land in our yard, but it's gone now, so I was a little distracted. (sighs) Um, One observation of Kiki, she observes and listens things about our family and identifies them that we haven't always noticed, but that are super um, obvious and on, (laughs) and one of those recently, in the last year... Uh, they, everyone was on a trip to Arizona for Kiki's graduation might have been two years ago now um, and she realized that our family always says body time <laughs> so whenever we travel and we're in a different time zone where we justify every action that we do by the body time basically our body clock so it's like I'm tired. Hmm. Well, it is an hour later. Body time. (laughs) (laughs) And so we've said it all of our lives. And Kiki's like, you guys say body time a lot. We didn't know that wasn't actually a (laughs) thing. But, you know, now it might be because our sister hack listeners will magnify body time. Yeah, body time. Okay. So there's a hack for that. So, Kiki, can you give us your best hack for a stressful work environment? Yeah. How do you cope with that?
0: Um... Let's see, stressful work environment. I mean, I think, again, going back to knowing yourself and knowing how you handle stress is really, really important Um, and and then use that to kind of guide how you're going to cope with it. So if you're the type of person who really needs to process things externally and talk with somebody about your stress, hopefully you have somebody like that in your work team or your environment or your personal life. Um, If you're the type of person who needs some kind of time to process things on your own, um, hopefully you have your own office and you can do that and you're given the time and space to do that. If you're the type of person who needs to kind of walk around to think through things and and cope with it, um, try to get out on a walk or do things like that. But I would say know yourself and know what is the most calming and soothing strategy for you because that's what's going to be the most effective and everyone's really different in kind of how um, they cope with things. Mm.
1: Okay, what is your best hack for um, a significant other who might be either messier or cleaner than you? And that, like,
0: makes you more st- stressed. Yeah, that's a great that's a great question. Um, again, know yourself and begin to know that other person. Um, so think about what are the things that either you or they are willing to change in that kind of dynamic and what are the things that you kind of want to just let go and accept and embrace um and then think about how do you want to work around that and how mm-hmm. do you want to incorporate um, changes or adaptations um in ways that will be ultimately less stressful for you and hopefully be able to bring more kind of joy and love for that person in those areas that you maybe clash with in mm-hmm. terms of kind of their messiness
1: or things yeah like it that. could probably be in any area that you're just see things differently yeah yeah yeah. like for Kyle he always has wads of tissue in his pocket oh wow and for me I'm just like when he puts them on the dresser I'll just throw them away because I don't want them out you know what I mean but he's still using them no he's done with them (laughs) maybe that's a bad example (laughs) well for my example for my significant other husband he doesn't like things in his pockets and he also doesn't and I don't like things on counters so he hides things in his pockets such as his wallet then he can't find it and I don't know where it is either it's usually behind a picture or something like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and so he's cute. like he wants it out of his pocket I don't want it on a shelf. Mm. The compromise is mm. for him to hide it from both of us. Can I suggest a basket? Yeah. Um, we have one. Doesn't like to use that always. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Um, Thank you, Kiki. We have some fun um, hash it out hashtags for you okay. today. So uh, this first one is because you do therapy. So I thought hashtag TheraKeeks. <laughs> Ooh, I like that one. <laughs> uh, this next one, you're doing your post doctorate in um, Minneapolis, Minso- Minneapolis, Minnesota. So hashtag Minneapolis sis. Ooh. Cause you're our sister. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's, I think that would work for you guys. I don't know. Yeah, I'm yeah. uh, I
1: like it. And as we spoke of, um, you're a big dog person, you're finishing up your postdoctorate. Hashtag Post Ooh, that's a good one too. <laughs> Thank you for coming on our podcast. That's Sister Hack. Thanks for uh, having we're so me. So happy to learn a little bit more about you. Um and hopefully I know that your advice will be helpful for all of our listeners. Thanks for having me guys.